Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a show dedicated to helping you escape diet culture, gain trust with food, honor your body, and live a brighter life. Hello and welcome back to The Kitchen Table. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Alicia Brown, an anti-diet registered dietitian nutritionist. And I'm here with Kelsey Flanagan. And Kelsey Flanagan, she is a through and through, she's an entrepreneur that's been in the health and wellness space for, with me for some time. And she is a life coach. We met uh, way back, like three years ago, in a mentorship group together where we had totally different lives, totally different businesses. We were just budding entrepreneurs perhaps at the time. Yes, we were just like exploring the ropes um, and we met each other in that space. And since then, our businesses have changed and we have just grown so much personally and professionally. And I'm so inspired by Kelsey. Uh, Her mission is really synonymous with mine of helping us uh, really live bigger, bolder, and brighter lives. But she takes it a step further into creating the real life that we want and really what that looks like to live that brighter life. Uh, Kelsey's also gone from the weight loss paradigm into venturing into intuitive eating and now exploring health coaching. So we've gone through really similar paths and it's just so great to have her here on the show as she kind of talks through her journey from the weight loss paradigm to intuitive eating and kind of where she is right now and how those changes impacted her life. So Kelsey, thanks so much for being here. Oh, goodness, Alicia. I just adore you. And I just want to say thank you. What a beautiful just introduction. Uh, You always make a safe space. And I'm truly, truly grateful. And I'm so happy that we scheduled this. It was in our calendars and it worked out and we're here together now. I'm so excited to be literally at the kitchen table with you. I just wish I was like at yours um, with your whole freaking family. That's so adorable. So thank you so much. Yes. You're here with my family as part of our family at the table. So thank you so much. Yes, I love it. And I also love how like our past just continually aligned despite, you know, this whole time. And I think that's one of the beauties of like social media is like keeping in touch and seeing each other just like grow. So it's been such a cool thing to witness your growth. And would you speak to that? Would you speak to kind of your personal and professional growth that kind of got you to this place where you are now as a life coach? Mm-hmm. Man, well, it is it is truly amazing how, like you said, like we were in such different spaces three years ago mm-hmm. and how like our message and just us, I think in general, just continue yeah. to see each other and like really honor our growth. Um, so I want to thank you for always supporting me through that. Mm-hmm. So about five years ago, I kept waking up feeling less than, feeling unworthy feeling completely overwhelmed with life um, due to society, unrealistic society standards, right? Of always have to be doing, you need to look a certain way. You need to be doing more. Um, you can't rest. You can't sit down and you have to do this pace that will make you feel worthy. That'll make you feel good enough. And so I kept waking up feeling like this. And I, and then I went on the rat race of what society wants us to do of just changing your body to feel externally different, to working out and doing um, these crazy things to feel like you're good enough or you should do more. And I was on this path and it was through CrossFit. It was through just so much exercise and food stuff. I was literally constantly obsessed about what I was eating. Um, I'm, I'm scared of gaining fat. I'm scared of this. I'm scared of that. I'm ultimately so incredibly stressed out that I went on that journey 
for about three years of constant working out, constant and in the pursuit of changing my body. And then one day I woke up and I had abs. I had the whole thing that we search for. And it was the same moment that I didn't get any happier. And that was what everything was about, right? It's like you're promised this result of looking a certain way or doing enough or making enough money or having this career and having this relationship. And that's going to be the the thing that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. And I looked in the mirror and I realized like, I'm not happy. I don't even like me. Mm. And I kept trying to change my exterior to feel internally different. In that, in that moment, I knew that women were doing the same thing. They were waking up, feeling overwhelmed, always feeling less than, always feeling unworthy in their body and full of crippling anxiety, having no inner peace. And I, it has literally been my duty and my responsibility to be the coach that I wish I had. So women can stop waking up feeling like this. And my journey has shifted from like, it went into, because I thought that's what people wanted, right. Is, is losing the weight is changing your body to feel, to feel better because that was that high that it did give me. Mm. And then I realized like, there's so much more to this. There's so much more to life than us spinning our wheels on this society way of being and and believing these things that are not even our truth, Mm -hmm. truly living that life that we dream of. Um, And so now I am in the space of helping women create that thriving life of self-love, right? Of feeling confident in yourself without changing a damn thing, finding inner peace and feeling worthy in yourself by gaining back your power from everything that you've been, that you've picked up over time, all the beliefs that you've learned and truly unlearning and uncovering what's actually keeping you stuck so you can be thriving in life versus just constantly surviving, feeling less than, and feeling overwhelmed. Because I truly believe like women have so much power in changing the generational future of how we freaking take care of ourselves. Um, and we get that, we get that chance. We get that opportunity. And I always say like, it starts with you. It starts with you and it ends with you. Like you get to choose. What do you want to do? Do you want to keep living the rat race or do you want to change? Oh, I, I love that power that you give back to us that we can make that decision of how we want our life to be. Do we want to keep running that rat race? I love how you call like that grind and all of the fears that culminate as part of that grind, right? Because there's a lot of fear of like, what if I don't, what if I can't keep up? What if I can't have that body? What if my body changes? What if my, you know, what if my life changes in a way that isn't congruent with my expectations, which are built on society's expectations, right? There's a lot of like fear and grappling there in that rat race. And I feel that. And it's like on the flip side, who are we really and what do we truly want? That if we can really answer those questions and if we can decondition from those ways and answer those questions, we can really live a totally different life. And I feel that as you're talking about it in your experience. And so what was that thing that you say, like you woke up and you realized that overwhelm, you realized that anxiety and you said, I don't want to live like this anymore. What Mm -hmm. prompted that? Like, what was the last thing that you felt like tipped the scale, which is a bad <laughs> metaphor to use. <laughs> we don't do the scale, right? <laughs> but what was the thing that like, we'll say pushed you over the edge into thinking like, I can't live my life like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, I, I love that um, of really like trying to pinpoint that. And I'll say that it was like almost this accumulation of so many things over time, obviously that like led me to this point, but, but 
the moment where a lot of things twisted and a lot of things shifted was that moment in the mirror of like, it's now my duty to not pursue this and then help women stop this. Mm. But then even fast forward to honestly this past year or actually last year, 2019, I got to the point of ultimate breakdown. And I think that is, that's where a lot of people have to get in order to make a change before we were recording this podcast. And I said, we have to almost get to the breakdown to actually make the breakthrough. And I knew that I was at that point of breakdown. For me, my mental health was struggling. I'll be really open and honest here because I know that this is a safe space. Of course. So yeah, so I was dealing with, so like I said, I had severe anxiety, crippling anxiety for years, constant um, panic attacks, always being busy, always trying to feel worthy. And then I went into a dark place of depression. And on the outside, I'm like super fun, super happy. And that strong girl that never processed emotions, never said what was actually going on with her. I, I wore the mask of, I'm fine. I wore the mask of, I'm fine. I'm good. Like, what do you need? And I was always that person that was taking care of other people. And I the moment that it really shifted for me and said, I cannot wake up constantly feeling unworthy, less than and overwhelmed and ultimately unhappy is when I was sitting on my couch feeling extremely alone. So knowing that I was surrounded by so many people, but no one, no one really understood me. Mm. The reason no one understood me is because I didn't actually understand myself. Mm. I didn't know who I was full circle moment, right? I didn't know what lit me up. I didn't know what made me happy. I didn't know who I was. I was living my life by all of the shoulds. You should do this. You should do this. You should have this relationship. I was in a three and a half year relationship and we were about to get married and we were doing a business together because that's what we should do. I was 26. That's what we should be doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, I was like, but this is not what makes me happy anymore. And so I started to get curious. And that was when things changed is when I flipped the victim mentality, when I flipped from fear to compassion, when I flipped from judgment to curiosity, when I flipped from um, worry and stress and anxiety to what do I need and how can I honor myself besides living that rat race anymore? And so it was a combination of everything that finally brought me to that breakdown of like, I'm not happy, surrounded by all these people and I feel constantly alone. I don't feel safe in my body. Mm. I can't process emotions. I have no idea who the heck I am and I sure in the hell don't love me. So how can I switch that? And that was that journey of self-discovery, right? This is the journey of loving myself from the inside out, not from my success, not from the money in my bank, not from the business I built and sure in the hell not from my body, Mm -hmm. not from other people's expectations or their compliments about how the heck I look, Mm. but truly knowing my worth from the inside out and living unapologetically by my values um, is everything is everything. So in a roundabout way, it was all breakdown to breakthrough. Um, and, and I believe that we all get there, right? All the listeners, like we get to that breakdown point and we get to choose like, what do we want to do? Where do we need to ask for help? Cause mm-hmm. we deserve the help that we need. And so, so much like, you know, compassion to those that maybe feel like they're in like that breakdown moment right now. It seems so crazy to think that those breakdown moments can actually be serving to us. They can actually provide this immense clarity. In my work, I call that like the contraction, like the crappy feelings, like that not in your stomach that says this isn't right. And I think there's like that sense of like that bravery, you know, that comes into actually deeply exploring those feelings rather than just like, 
waking up and dismissing those feelings and just say, oh, it's just another day. We're just going to keep going. Because that's easier, right? Like it's easier maybe to just like keep the conditioning and the thought patterns going. I think it's so much harder to uproot those feelings, to dive into them a little bit more and say, oh, crap, like this is true. This isn't lighting me up anymore. And coming to like that realization that seems like you had for the first time that like really prompted this shift for you. And so how was diet culture part of your conditioning maybe? And what does it mean to like kind of not be let yourself be conditioned that way anymore? What does it mean to kind of pivot away from that dieting mentality for you and your your own journey? Mm. Gosh, first of all, I, I do want to mention that as well of like that breakdown. I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. I'm so grateful for it. However, I think, I believe it's a true gift. Like if you're sitting there, I know that, and then you're listening and you're like, Kelsey, I'm going through this breakdown and this is not a gift. Like I'm not happy with this. I won't even say be patient. Just know that one day it will be a gift. You're going to look back because I couldn't, I I had no idea that it was a gift. I was broken down and I I was like, this is the worst time of my life. Um, But looking back, knowing that um, when we have the breakdown like that is, and when you surrender to that and accept it, that's when you get to break through. Um, Mm -hmm. So I didn't mention that because right now it might not seem like a gift and you might be really angry at that. Let it be there. Be angry at it. Get mad at it. Um, But no one trusts, trust that it's going to get better. Yes. And it's temporary. So as far as the diet culture and the conditioning that that gave me and what it means now is it's liberating. Like when I, I think curiosity again is coming up. It's like when I'm so curious on what are those beliefs that I had about myself? What are the, what are the rules that I was living by and unlearning those things to relearn me was everything. Like it was the gateway to happiness. It was living much more bolder and it was living with so much more joy from the inside out because we get to unlearn and relearn you, right? We get to unlearn that your body is your worth. You get to start to question like, what do you enjoy? What does light you up? And what shoulds are you living by? Who says you should work out this many times a week? (laughs) <laughs> Who says that these rules are the way that it has to be to feel better? Who gives a crap? Where do they come from? Right? So it's literally, you get to gain your power back. And that's what it has meant for me and the women that I coach through this. It's freedom, right? I know that you know that with your clients, like it's liberating. It's joy on the other side. Is it hard to do the work? 100%. Is it worth it? Yes. Because your life is worth it. I don't know about you, but I freaking could not imagine living my life doing the things that I was doing, right? Counting calories, working out all the damn time, like not doing the things that lit me up and being so consumed by so like looking back on it, I just think like there's so much more to life. There's so much more to life than beating up your body. There's so much more to life than living by the rules that are not yours. There's so much more to life than looking at yourself in the mirror and picking yourself apart. There's so much more to life. And that's what I love about your message. It's like, there's that bold, confident, joyful life ahead of you. But we first have to do that work to unlearn it because that's what's keeping us stuck. We can't just keep putting band-aids on like, oh, I'll just just believe differently or I'll just do something differently. It's like, no, let's unlearn the stuff that's keeping you stuck. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even know the stuff that's keeping us stuck yep. until we start to do the unlearning and then we keep learning all that we have to unlearn. <laughs> it's like, like that Socrates quote that's like, I know nothing and I know nothing about nothing or something like that. <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> the more I know, the more I know nothing. Um, so yeah, it's so true. And it's like, when we start to do that unlearning, we can discover who we really are underneath that. Yeah. But it's like, how can we detach from the things that we've always thought were the shoulds? We should go on another diet. We shouldn't eat past 6 p.m. We should do this. We should exercise however many times a week. That is a really regimented life. And that parallels this greater concept of like hustle, grind, work super hard that you were like saying at like the beginning of the episode that was like, that all meshes into this diet culture, like belief that like, you can never do enough. You can never work hard enough. You can't sit down. You got to keep going. You'll never be thin enough, right? You'll never have the right whatever. I mean, it's like having all of these rules can keep us really rigid and stuck. Mm -hmm. And what I'm hearing from what you're saying is like getting rid of that stuck feeling, addressing it and overcoming it can lead to a different life. And so like if we pivoted over to what that different life is for you after like sifting through all of these diet rules that you've experienced and then like pivoting this, I mean, I know that this has changed your life in so many ways that you're even like going to hop in an RV and travel about the country. Can you speak to this a little bit on how, um, you know, a ditching diet culture and pivoting your life away from all of the shoulds in life has transformed your life? Literally, literally. <laughs> it's, it's literally pretty freaking crazy. Like how, how it can, like, you don't even imagine I, three years ago, I never even imagined feeling so secure, feeling so safe and feeling so confident in myself that I would even want to go travel alone, that I would even want to leave the comfortable, safe zone of my hometown, that I would even think that I could do it because I was so insecure and full of self-doubt. And that wasn't my stuff. That was stuff from, like we said, society and diet culture, literally it was never going to be good enough. Mm. And so when you get to write your own rules and live your life by your own design with your own power, you get to choose what feels good for you unapologetically. And so through all the discovering of who I actually am, what lights my soul up, when do I feel my best? When do I feel my most confident? I don't live in a house. (laughs) I don't live in a house. (laughs) I don't do the daily thing. I don't punch in and punch out to work. I don't own a home. Like, and this is, this is my life, right? So you get to get curious on what yours is. Everyone's doing the same thing. How can you be different? How can you start to look at your life and say, I don't want to do that thing that they say that we have to do by 30. Mm -hmm. Not why? question it, right? Get a little rebellious and like really start to get curious and use your own truth and your own discernment of what feels good for you Mm. and be so unapologetic about that. Because if you want that life of happiness, of joy, of freedom, of inner peace, of confidence, you get to choose what that looks like. And it's not by anybody else's expectations. I've heard so many people tell me that I'm crazy, that I want to go live the nomadic life. So many people tell me that I am, I'm like unsafe doing it, that it's, it's wild. How am I going to make ends meet? 
why do they have opinions on what I do? They're not paying my bills, right? So if I keep listening to all of them, I'm just self-abandoning myself. And that's what you do every single day when we don't live by our own rules. Mm. When we don't do the things that light us up. We're pleasing everybody else to keep the peace on the outside, to feel chaos internally, to feel unfulfilled, unhappy, and not filled with joy. And people feel that in your life, right? If you have a relationship, if you have a business, if you have a dog, if you have a family, if you have anything outside of yourself, it's time for you to start to fill up your own dang cup and start to make everything else in your life fall into place when you do that. And that's how you start it, right? Through self-love, through self-care and truly accepting where you are. And then everything else externally will fall into place. You want more money? Great. Start with you. You want a better business? Great. Start with you. You want to be a better mom? Start with you. Mm. You want to feel better? Start with you. It starts with you and you get to choose. So when you choose you, everything else in your life falls, falls into place. And no matter what anyone else says, they're always going to have opinions of you, right? But it's not, it's not even about you. It's about their own stuff that, that's coming out and they're just feeling insecure. They're feeling unsafe. They hate change. And they're just going to forecast on you. And you get to say, hey, I love that. Thank you so much for caring, but I'm going to keep doing me. Yeah, and I'm going to keep showing up my best for us. That feels like protection. That feels like boundaries. That me. That feels like boundaries. preserving like who we are and <laughs> what is our stuff and what is their stuff. Letting their stuff be theirs and filtering in what we take in and what we take to heart mm-hmm. rather than constantly seeking to please others. And how often do women just so naturally, I feel this is so natural to us and I totally. feel it so much in all of the advice that I've absorbed from diet culture, all of the pursuit of thinness, weight loss stuff. And also in this like new mothering paradigm of like how I should raise Amelia and like, Oh, you know, girl, the guilt. The, oh, my mom guilt is real and guilt yeah. from diet culture is real. And I feel like guilt is that emotion that sits with us when we're like rustling between like, what we believe is true and what we believe diet culture or society or expectations that aren't ours that we hold on to. There's like a conflict between guilt and those things. And um, that is like that inner turmoil, that chaos that you're speaking to, right? Where it's like this constant pursuit of trying to please everyone else and that chaos internally. Yep. Yep. And so right now I'm sensing like you are just like wanting to live this more like simplistic life, caring about just like the most important things. Um, Tell us more about like how this transition and transitioning away from all of this stuff has like personally for you at this time in your life changed your work with clients professionally, changed your relationships, changed your health. I mean, many people listening to this might specifically think, wow, like you're not dieting. You must not maybe know what or what not to eat, right? Like, or you, you know, like you don't care about your weight. How will you meet these expectations? But how does this kind of unfold for you if you've truly abandoned diet culture and abandoned other ways of conditioning beyond diet culture and stepping into this more like authentic version of yourself? I mean, that's scary, right? (laughs) Scary. Yeah. I love that word because that's the truth. (laughs) Scary and so freeing again of like, that you get to choose. And so one thing I'll offer this tool, cause I think this is powerful of like, okay, how can I just not flounder? Right. I think that's a common thing of like, mm. yeah, you're living authentically and you're living like by your rules and you're living by like what feels good for you. But how do you not just like be, not be lazy or not care about yourself or not care about your health? That's sure. 
I feel like a lot of people would think that, right? Like, yeah. okay, so we're ditching all of the rules and then what? <laughs> yeah, just like, if I don't have any rules, like I'm going to be out of control. I think that's a really common thing is we search for control in rules um, and control is an illusion. I think we can all agree that like having a sense of control, especially by, okay, you have quote unquote control because you're following this diet or you're following this, these rules, it's like, that gives you quote unquote control, but does it really like, what are you in control of it? It's giving you a lack of, or a sense of safety, a sense of security, but it's not lasting. And that's why diets don't last. Right. So you get to write your own rules. Um, and, and this is a ritual that I would offer you that I would share. It's so powerful because you can write your own rules every single day. And this is a framework that I work through and I teach my clients and it's the triple A morning. So first, the first A means awareness. The second A is access. And the third A is action. Mm. And you can write this down. You can journal it. You can literally just think on this right here with me. And first, so often we think, okay, if there's no rules, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. It's very common, but we don't have to. That is just surviving. And I want you to thrive. So we first want to check in and gain awareness of how are you feeling? Literally, that simple question, mm. how am I feeling? What am I noticing today? Am I feeling anxious? Am I feeling worried? Am I feeling excited? Am I feeling happy? Am I feeling um, joy? Like what is going on in my internal world? Noticing, just taking, taking um, inventory, right? Taking a pulse of where am I today? Cool. Now I'm settled in. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling like this. So say today I woke up feeling overwhelmed. We'll use this for example. So I'm feeling overwhelmed. Great. I'm aware of it. I know what's going on. Okay. Now the second A is access. And I'm asking myself the question is what would feel good for me today based on my overwhelm? Okay. So now I'm checking in and I'm like, what would feel good for me today? I'm overwhelmed. Do I need to move? Do I need to like be productive? Do I need to ask for help? Like what would feel good for my overwhelm? Where is it coming from? Could someone help me? Is it, is it like overblown? Is it something that I'm not really should be right mm -hmm. overwhelmed about? Like mm -hmm. where can I have more inner peace about this? Do I need to meditate for 10 minutes? That way I can really go into my office and really crush some things that are overwhelming me. Mm -hmm. Great. Just gain access of what would feel good for me today. Maybe it's food, right? Do I need to plan my meals out? Totally okay with the intention of it's helpful. Not with the intention of you have to, or it's going to, or you need to, right? For mm -hmm. external body change, but because yeah. it's helpful. Then once we have, okay, I'm aware that I'm feeling overwhelmed. Then I'm aware of like, okay, this would feel good for me today. Maybe today I want to spend time in some meditation because I know that that's going to help my internal world so I can feel externally different. Then I get to ask myself the question of what kind of action do I want to take? right? This is where you get to write the rules of your day. This is where you get to align your day with your needs, your needs, with what your body's needing, nourishing you. That's what you get to do. So the question is, what is one small promise I can make to myself today? So if I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm thinking, what is one small promise I can make to myself? Hmm. I want to be present. Maybe one small promise is I want to go for a 10 minute nature, nature walk. Like I'm going to make that promise to me because I know if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm really going to probably need some release. Mm. Or if I'm feeling I had a really busy day, I really want to take that time to like, just go outside and enjoy nature. Yeah. So then we just get to align our day with how we're feeling. Right. So that structure, 
Because oftentimes we think, okay, if I don't have any structure, I'm just going to fly by seeing my pants and ain't nothing going to get done. I'm going to eat whatever. I'm going to do whatever. Right. And screw it. I need structure. I need Mm -hmm. control. You get to this. You literally can create it with this framework every Mm -hmm. single day. Every Mm -hmm. single day you get to honor what you need um, through that framework, right? Awareness, access, and action versus just taking action and being productive always and doing more and doing more without actually checking in and saying, you know what? Today I freaking need rest. Yeah. And you get to do that. Absolutely. And I think what's coming up for me right now in, in, in you saying this and providing these three A's, which I think is so brilliant. Like, thank you so much for sharing this framework. I think it's something that we can like hold on to and really structure our days around to like really get our needs met, to really first think about what our bodies need and then say yes to meeting those needs. Mm-hmm. But what I think is so magical within that, that really parallels intuitive eating, which you already know, is that ability to attune to the body, that ability to say like, okay, body, I I feel your overwhelm by my heart fluttering in my chest. I feel that anxiety by that pit in my stomach. These are just some things that I feel often. Uh-huh. I fear, I feel the fear with like the heaviness that comes over me that often feels like heavy, like a weighted blanket feels fear. Like, mm-hmm. and these are things that we can like physically feel through the sensations of our body. This is not like woo-woo. This is like our body's like defensive mechanisms that say, like, hey, listen to me, what's up? I have these needs that need to be met. And so it kind of goes back to that conversation of like, if we just plow through life and don't meet our body's needs, this is burnout. This is unhappiness. Again, like this is the rat race of just like waking up 30 years from now and thinking like, what have I done with my life? Yes. And what what is this body that I live in? Whose is this? Feeling so detached from ourselves and our true core desires and purposes. So those three A's, I think those two first A's that aware, being aware and what was the second one? Remind me. Accessing. Accessing. That's exactly attunement. Yep. Would you agree with that? Yeah, totally. That's literally everything, right? Is getting in touch with the body, right? Is reconnecting back to us, to us. This, this vessel, it has so much wisdom. It has so much wisdom. And with, in, in the food related world, it's like, when we are numb here, we will, we will do anything outside of ourselves to feel something, Mm. right? That's when we reach for the food, right? That's when we reach for like that emotional, just feeling Mm. there's nothing wrong with emotional eating, right? We are, our body is doing something that is getting a need met because it's literally keeping you alive. Absolutely. What if you paid attention to the body? Mm. What if you just took care here, right? Your heart, your soul, the vessel, and then just notice how externally things would change. By starting by actually doing the feeling, mm. feeling like sensing, feeling, noticing. Yep. I so agree. It. Hmm? Naming, oh, like naming it. Like I always say, like notice and name. It's so powerful. The, the moment that we name it, we can tame it. I'm feeling anxious, putting my heart where I'm feeling, or putting my hand where I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm noticing that my body's feeling like this today. I'm noticing that I'm overwhelmed. I'm feeling like this. I think I'm feeling like this, right? And just kind of exploring and really feeling like when you start to name things, literally your body's like, oh, you're listening. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And And then there's this concept of like body trust from that point, right? Can you speak to that? Like just really developing body trust? Yeah. So body trust, self-trust, right? This is like, it can go into that of like that last question of, okay, if I'm checking in and I hear my body, I hear what's actually going on, I'm naming a feeling, and then I get to meet its need by 
accessing whatever feels good. And then I make that small promise. That's how we build the trust, right? Because we're aware, we acknowledge, and then we get to take action and say, hey, I got you. You're feeling overwhelmed today. We're going to do this because this is going to feel good. So then you start to build the trust of, oh yeah, I can feel safe in my body. Mm. Oh yeah, I get to choose how I want to feel, right? I can trust what my body is saying because your body knows and you get to choose what feels good by checking in. That's the steps of transformation. We've got to first be aware. Then we got to accept where we are. Then we get to acknowledge, oh yes, I need this. And then I get to take action from that space. That's how you trust. It's not outside rules that builds trust. I don't, I don't, I don't trust myself around chocolate when I have something that tells me I can't eat chocolate past eight. I don't know about you, but that's not how I trust myself. Mm. I learn to trust myself by saying there's no rules. I get to write them and I get to choose what feels good for me. Yeah. And my body knows when I need it and my body knows when it doesn't need it. Do you ever hear that saying like that some parents maybe have used for kids? And I feel like so, I never thought that I'd be such like this mom when I throw out these like momisms on this show. I, should, I, really, I know that there's a lot of non-moms, but you, you've heard this wherever you're at in your life. Um, but have you heard, ever heard that term like use your words? Like just use your words, right? Yeah. Like I think of that all the time like as I'm talking to my husband or I'm wishing Amelia could use her words sometimes. She's five months old. I'm like, can you just tell me what you need, right? <laughs> How are you feeling? <laughs> but being able to like use our words and, and first feel, but then communicate yep. and maybe ask for help with getting our needs met too, right? Like on, this is hard stuff. Like asking for what we need, accessing what those feelings are, that's something that maybe we're, well, well, definitely we're not like conditioned to do this. This is like something that takes what I feel is like work. We're maybe yes. conditioned to do the thing that's like, follow this framework, follow these rules. We're like searching, literally outsourcing our power to influencers on social media, Google, other health experts and dietitians that say, do what I say. And really it's like, how can we do what we say how can we tap into the body's feelings and emotions to do what we say this is hard work though so like what would you say to somebody that's like in the stuck they're knowing that following the rules right now is not working it's not serving them they're not feeling liberated they're feeling stuck with what they've got going on right now and they know that they've have maybe like emotions that are suppressed they know that they have this potential to live such a bigger, bolder, and brighter life, but they don't know like what next step to take to ditch their old ways and experience new ones. What's a word of advice that you might give to them if they're at this point in, in their life right now, maybe in that breakdown moment? What is something that you might say to them or give them uh, for a sense of hope or next step? Yeah, I love this because I know that so many women are sitting here feeling like this, right? So I really want to acknowledge the woman that's listening, that's feeling the stuck, that's feeling the broken, that's feeling the self-doubt. Like, I know that there's more for me out there, but I just don't know how to do it. Mm. Um, I really want to acknowledge you for even being aware of like you're feeling this way because that's the first step. And then the second space that I would start with is literally to start, right? And it's to start with, I think the most powerful thing that we can do is to ask ourselves that first question right? Of like, how am I? And really just start to name how you are, right? If you want a free way, an instant way of living a life with a little bit more joy and happiness, 
It's just to name and to be truthful and to accept that you're not fine. For so long, I lived with the mask, like I said, of the not fine. And that just dug my hole deeper. But the moment that I was like, I said that I wasn't fine. And I finally told, I literally went, like my therapist is where I told, where I shared it all first, right? And even in my journal, it was just like, okay, now I get to choose something new. Like today's the day that I get to start something new. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so much power in that. And also knowing that you're not alone. So reaching out for the help, reaching out for the help that you deserve. You're not meant to do this work alone. Like Alicia said, we were not, we were born to be feelers. We were born to know what's going on in our world. And then we lived life and we learned things of suppression. We our our body has literally learned to just survive in moments of whether it's trauma, whether it's hard times in your life, big obstacles, big struggles, challenges. Your body has done such an amazing job of keeping you alive. But if you're in that spot of like, I need to change get the help that you deserve, right? And and mm-hmm. find that safe space because living the life that you dream of, that's filled with joy, inner peace, happiness, confidence, whatever it is for you, it's not so much about more information. It's more so having a safe space for you to land, for you to unlearn all that is keeping you stuck. And it's not for you to even figure out what's keeping you stuck right now. It's for you just to have a safe space for you to go, for you to unlearn it all. And someone will guide you. Um, and you deserve that, right? Cause you're, you're literally alive to thrive. And I truly believe like you have the power to choose um, that life that you deserve. Mic drop. Mic drop. We're, we're done here. <laughs> Can you share with everyone, like if they're hearing your words right now and they're just like, I need to work with Kelsey Flanagan. Like this is it. Like I need to like contact her. My life is chaos right now. I need a fresh start. Can you just describe how you work with clients and where they can find you, where they can follow you um, and all of that jazz. Just give the whole breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, So first I really want to say thank you for like this space. I just always feel like so myself with you, like it's so perfect. And I know that every other listener is like, yes, Alicia's just so real. And I can just like, it's just so good. Um, So thank you for creating this safe space at your kitchen table, literally. Um, So where you can find me, I hang out on the Instagram. It is Kelsey underscore Flanagan underscore. I know I wish it was just my name, but it's fine. Uh, So go follow me. Let me know that you listen to the show. And I'm actually, I have spaces open for my one-on-one coaching right now. I don't know when this is going to drop, but it'll possibly still be open. Um, so you can always go in there, see what everything is all about. Um, but I truly help women like get unstuck, create the life that they dream of and like be that safe space for you. I believe that my superpower is curious, compassionate coach and also the sacred space holder. So if you are needing that and you're like, I just feel completely alone um, and I really need to learn more about me and get to know me and love me. Uh, I'm your girl and I'd be happy to work you through that. So everything is online. It's all virtual. Um, so I can do everything on the road and then maybe I'll even come see you in whatever state that you're in once I'm, once I'm nomadic, which would be literally a life, a life dream. This is it. This RV life, this RV life I'm seeing. I mean, a part of me is just like, Oh, I want to hit the road. (laughs) I'm going to come see you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Please, oh yeah, make Green Bay one of your destinations. All right, it's just, yes. it's gonna get colder from here on out, though. I could see you waiting until nicer, like, warmer summer like months. July. Okay, <laughs> it gets pretty warm here, but you're always, of course, you're always welcome um, to come to my literal kitchen table anytime, Kelsey. And and thank you, everyone. Go follow Kelsey, Kelsey underscore underscore Flanagan on our Instagram. She her content. I just want to speak to it for just a moment. Um, very heart-centered work from this girl, very heart-centered content as well. She just provides a lot of free value too. So just go and get all of her freebies, learn about what she's about. Um, couldn't recommend her more if you're looking for like things beyond the food and body stuff into like, how can I restructure my life to step into this next version of myself, unattached, untethered to the things weighing me down? That's going to be Kelsey. So thank you, Kelsey, so much for joining me at the kitchen table today. Um, my brain is just already on to like what next things we could possibly do together. So I think there's just I one know. star for us too. So <laughs> I hope that we can keep in touch and that you can come on the show again soon. So good. Thank you so much. I truly you, appreciate Kelsey. it. And thank you so much for listening. Of course. Talk soon. Thanks, Kelsey. Kelsey.